Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, building a company around cloud-based technology. You know, a lot of companies in this area um, have either uh, founded their companies out of technology that they created once for somebody else, um, you know, in the government space, and then created it again, uh, or they built their products like we did off of sort of some key learnings that we learned from doing that for other customers. So it's definitely valuable to sort of have that experience. Eric Bignash knows the cloud and data security. His current business that he heads up as CEO provides data storage, lowers costs, and improves security, and that's important. The other reason why I wanted to have Eric in studio today is that his career path is very emblematic of entrepreneurship in our region as his career has moved between government, commercial, and service and product. We're going to talk a bit about the cloud, what it is, how his business takes advantage of it, and also some of the big differences between selling services and selling product to customers. Eric, thanks for joining us. Jonathan, thanks. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, I just love when I have an opportunity to talk with an entrepreneur who's making things happen. What is the cloud for those of us that don't understand the technology and how does it really affect what you're doing in data security right now? Well, the, the cloud is is sort of one of those things that's you know technically been around for quite a number of years, right? It sort of started uh, out when you think about cloud as like co-location and, and this area was very big for that in, in the dawn of the internet. Uh, and it's slowly evolved over time as uh, more consumers utilize the cloud and more services are delivered uh, over the cloud. It became sort of more prevalent in, in our in what we talk about. But uh, specifically with the cloud and enterprise, it's an important part of how enterprises are dealing with some of the, the challenges that they're facing today uh, in terms of being agile uh, and nimble and flexible with a distributed workforce uh, and dealing with some of the scaling challenges that they have to deal with. So the cloud in effect is the interconnectivity of millions, trillions of devices, computers, phones, and so forth, where data and information gets exchanged seamlessly so that people don't have to be in the office, they can be everywhere, but work together. And what I understand from people who don't understand this uh, industry, that's terrifying. Because yeah. it's like, well, what do I mean? Now my information's everywhere. And that, I believe, is where your business comes in. Exactly. Um, you know, the cloud used to be just the internet, and now it's internet and apps and data and information all together. And I think one of the, the key components there um, is really data uh, in the cloud, because that's really what what it is we're sharing uh, and that information that we're utilizing to either advance our business or advance our, you know, our, our personal lives. As you looked at this problem, and I, I know from your career, you've been around technology, software, internet for a while now here in the region with different hats on. What is it about this particular challenge that, that caused you to go after it? A, a business, as business evolves and technology evolves, there are uh, sort of taking advantage of new technologies are essential to to, to grow and compete, uh, and and the and the cloud is definitely one of those um, technologies that all businesses should be taking advantage of in one form or another. When we look at the cloud, you know, we're we're um, our business is data focused business, and we're focused on uh, you know storage and uh, data security. Uh, and for our business, uh, data is sort of the most one of the most critical assets within an organization, especially from an intellectual property perspective. So um, you need to be able to leverage uh, the expanse of the cloud to uh, share and collaborate uh, with your own workforce and with your customers, but you also have to protect it. And so our technology and the reason why we're using the cloud and utilizing the cloud and helping our customers do the same uh, is so that we can uh, facilitate that, uh, you know, the benefits of the cloud, but while also protecting data uh, that's in there so that it's safe. So it's an important opportunity. And like an entrepreneur does, you find an opportunity to run after it. 
This business is what I would call product business, your current company. Yeah. You, you, you've taken technology and you've reduced it to something that you're selling as a, on, an, on a fee basis rather than a per human hour, which uh, when I think of selling a per human hour, that's services. We have so many consulting service businesses in this region and not enough product businesses. What's the difference between a service business and a product business since you've done both? Uh, so, you know, this area is obviously very well known for services business, right? People think, uh, you know, DC startup, DC area must be a government services company. And, and while that's been true in the past, um, I think the tide is turning a little bit. And the, the, the big difference is uh, in terms of sort of, um, you know, overall value that can be that can be brought to uh, to the customer. Right. And so I think from a services business um, you know, it's very focused on contracts and specific pieces of work, but there's really the innovation is very contained. Uh, it's contained uh, in sort of like a fee for service sort of way. Um, and it doesn't have a chance to proliferate throughout the greater um, market. And I think the difference with a products business is that, um, you know, there's a little bit more ramp up and more capital uh, required to get the company off the ground. But in terms of creating a technology that can then be used by uh, the broader market, both commercial and the government, uh, really creates uh, more value than a traditional services-based company would. And, uh, and and I really think that that's, that's the primary difference between the two. I mean, it sounds to me that it, it comes down to ownership in a way. You know, if I build something for you on, on a contract, I'm going to deliver to you and it's going to be yours as a client. But if I'm an entrepreneur who builds a product on my own nickel and the nickel of my investors and my own sweat equity, I own that product. And I can sell it again and again and again to whoever I like, right? Right, exactly. And and I would, you know, a lot of companies in this area um, have either uh, founded their companies out of technology that they created once for somebody else, um, you know, in the government space, and then created it again, uh, or they built their products like we did off of sort of some key learnings that we learned from doing that for other customers. So it's definitely value uh, valuable to sort of have that experience, um, but to be able to uh, create and be creative and take that. And instead of just uh, creating something for just one customer, but being able to help many customers, uh, it definitely creates a lot more sort of scalability across the Short question the for you. Yeah. Is it more fun to do one than the other? Uh, I, I would say that it's definitely having a considerable amount of time in both at this point in my career. Uh, I would say that it's more fun to do to do product. Uh, it's It's more stressful and it's different. Uh, you know, and I think this it also gets into sort of an East Coast, West Coast thing where, uh, you know, in, in terms of how uh, how businesses are, are traditionally put together. But I think that uh, from a products, you know, company perspective, it's just it, it's it's definitely more fun. Well, Eric, I really appreciate you coming in the studio today and, and hearing about your journey and learning a bit about the difference between product and service. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you to our sponsor, TEDCO. TEDCO invests in early stage tech and life science companies. It provides resources and connections that companies need to thrive in Maryland. TEDCO's mission is to discover, invest in, and help build great companies. Learn more at www.tedco.md. And a thank you to our sponsor, JLL. JLL is a leading commercial real estate service company within the Washington, D.C. metro area, serving the technology, government contracting, and professional services industries. JLL's strategy-led approach and expert implementation results in cost-effective and flexible real estate solutions that help their clients succeed and grow. Thank you to Speakerbox Communications. Speakerbox is your team for meeting the unique demands of the technology sector, crystallizing complex ideas, targeting highly intelligent buyers, and moving at the speed of tech. Since 1997, they've given voice 
to many of our industry's top thinkers and performers. Check them out at speakerboxpr.com. And thanks to our sponsor, Tandem Product Academy. If you're looking to grow a software technology business and you're past your first five employees or your first half a million dollars in revenue, their free educational program will teach you how to grow your business. Supported by a broad group of our region's leading business organizations and local governments, Tandem Product Academy is free to participants. Learn more at tandeminnovate.com. Thank you for joining us on What's Working in Washington. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan, online writer Barbara Ulrich, music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. See you next time.